as we heard this morning, revelations that former All Blacks prop Carl Heyman has been diagnosed with early onset dementia and probable CTE at the very young age of 41. Once considered the best head prop and highest paid player in rugby, Heyman told Dylan Cleavers the bounce of his diagnosis and the emotional rollercoaster ride he's been on since retiring from rugby in 2015. Now, I think we've got on the line at the moment a host of Sports Talk, Darcy Watergrave, who knows a lot about this and indeed had his own story with concussion earlier this year. G'day, Darcy. Hey guys, you're slightly different, I think, from what these rugby players are dealing with uh, when it comes mm. to these. Mine was um, a physiological concussion where I jammed two nerves together when I belted my head, and uh, it's just another type of concussion, but it's um, not um, based around the chronic traumatic um, encephalopathy. It's a very hard one to get out, that one, it which is, is the brain condition. That's, yeah, repeated blows to the head. And this is the issue, I think, that, that um, a lot of these rugby players in this, this class action have got around the, the lack of safety concerns. Were you surprised reading this story from Carl Heyman this morning, Darcy? No. Um, Dylan Cleaver, who wrote that on his um, Bounce newsletter, has been knee-deep in this for a very long time. Uh, doing all sorts of investigations around, um, particularly into Taranaki rugby, and a number of the players, the state they've ended up after playing through the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, and um, early onset dementia. Uh, this has been an issue that has been floating around, not only in rugby union, but in rugby league, indeed all collision sports. If you look at the, the work they've done um, in football over in the United States of America and the NFL and the huge class actions that they've had to deal with around players that have reached the end of their tether because of the repeated mini concussions that they've had throughout their career. So, so not at all. And of course we know that that class action as well has um, been taken. Um, it's, a, it's a landmark legal case against world rugby. Um, a number of players, retired players, have come out and said, hey, this is not good enough what you've done. We, we need some answers here. It's a, a long-term battle. It's been going for a while now. I think that um, when you get this more and more, when you get former All Blacks, and, and guys like Carl Heyman, who was one of our best, and, and sadly mm. we lost him to the All Black jersey because he went over to earn some money uh, to look after himself in, in his older age, and I can understand that. Uh, but when guys like this come out and start making a noise, I think people actually listen. They turn around and go, wow, it can happen to a, a great All Black like that. It could happen to anyone. And I think the issue here is not around the superstars. I mean, obviously I feel mm. hugely for, for Carl Heyman and all the other athletes. It's all of the other junior level players and the, the social players and the guys and girls that have been playing this game all their life to no great level. They've no money out of it. It's just a bit of fun. Were they aware entirely of the risk they were putting themselves at by playing a game like this? And I think that's a, a, a much bigger concern because there's much more people at that level than there are at that exclusive level. Yeah, well, we want to get on to that a little bit in a, in a little bit. But uh, just going back to the elite level players, what has World Rugby done to uh, about this issue? You know, they, they, they're being sued. Uh, so uh, I guess part of their defence is, yes, but we've done this or we've done that. They, seem, they do seem to be taking it more seriously than perhaps before. Yeah, uh, they are. Um, there was a statement that came out today around they haven't got a direct link yet to this Heyman. They don't know enough about the Heyman affair, so they can't make a comment on that. There's been talk around um, stopping, A, the amount of play that they actually involved in, um, and of course with a combined global season that makes things very difficult. Also a practice, because this is not just happening in the game itself, it's happening at the training, the amount of training that players have to go through, especially at that elite level. 
I mean, it's, it's no longer a case of um, leave a note on the desk for your missus and disappear off to play for the All Blacks back in the day. Um, this is a full-time profession. They spend so much time in contact training. There is a, a desire or a want from medical professionals to limit the amount of contact training, limit the amount of training, just have it when you're actually playing the game itself as opposed to exacerbating the situation by carrying on with it right the way through the week. So that's a step they're looking at. I think the general consensus is that they have been a little slow um, and they could be a lot quicker with this, um, but I think the more noise that is being made, the more likely they are to do something because you can't have your professional arm complaining. And I mean, you look at what happened over in the States uh, and the issue with the NFL. What was that huge lawsuit they got? It was it was um, a settlement. I think it was seven hundred and fifty odd million uh, US from this class action. I mean, that's that's nearly two billion. Uh, New Zealand dollars, and that was to um, a billion of that was to compensate retired players with serious medical issues and re repeated head trauma. So it is a thing, and I think that rugby needs to be quicker on this and lead from the top, from world rugby, not just looking at New Zealand rugby, Australian rugby, and the like. It's got to be a, mm. an overarching situation. When you look at junior rugby, Darcy, have there been any movements made in that arena? I know there was talk of, of weight limits for certain grades. Has there been any changes to schoolboy and girl rugby where they are protecting these young players? Um, I believe there is still weight for age. I actually don't know. I'm not yes. going to sit here and tell you I do because I don't. That'd be, that'd be, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you on the radio, but um, I believe there is moves in place, but I don't know exactly what they're doing. But they've got... I mean, with the initiation of Ripper Rugby at the early time, uh, at the early age, so they don't want any contact at an early age, and there's moves afoot to um, slow down contact um, uh, right up until kind of your mid-teens before you actually start developing physically in that mental arena. Where they are actually at with that now, I can't tell you. Do you think, Darcy, there's a difference between rugby and rugby league, as in the, with the league, it's more one-on-one -on -one in general, Whereas in rugby, they get involved in malls and rucks and uh, the tackles are, you know, they're not so much one-on-one -on -one, um, in rugby. So do you see a difference between those two sports? No, I don't think so. Um, I really don't. I mean, you just look at the amount of ways you can actually belt your head and what you can actually do in the game. And it's a series of sub-concussions, a small one. It's still about immense physical contact between full-grown athletes and, and when you look at rugby league and rugby union and the velocity and ferocity of that game, uh, you're putting your head in some pretty dark places regardless. Um, in rugby league, sometimes it's more likely you take um, more shots to the head, but they've changed that. The shoulder charge yeah. law has been well, it's changed. It's abolished. You can't use that anymore. They're looking to come down this year and last year, and uh, they made a real point of it, as they normally do when they issue an edict at the start of the season, um, to concentrate on acts of foul play and make sure guys are stood down. But like most times when they have an edict like this, after a few weeks, you stop seeing the effect of it so much. And there's a, a lot of cases going on um, over in uh, Australia around this. In fact, I've just read a really interesting article uh, put together. It's on the um, RAW website. It's theraw.com.au by a guy, Jeff oh, Parks, yes. who's been really hot on what happened in concussion in the game. Um, and so he's looked through all sorts of situations around what they're trying to do to alleviate the issue and to sometimes sidestep the issue completely. He's really hot on it. I'm sure he's got no friends up at the head office of the NRL, <laughs> um, but he's making a real stand 
on on what the risks are and the associated risk with rugby league, uh, rugby union and the like as well. So, and it's also the reporting of these concussions too, because I think you can and it is possible to, to gloss over what the reports actually and what you actually have to report. So they say that the concussions have halved, but what is the definition of the concussion and how extreme does it have to be before it gets reported? So there's all these minutiae around how they actually report on it and what a concussion actually is. But I think when you look at and, and I'm again, I'm no shrink. I'm no doctor. I don't know this. All I know is my own experience is that the work being done into how this concussion works and the effect of um, Maya subconcussion and how big that is. And we don't know enough yet. There's still not enough work done in place or enough knowledge or research around the actual effect. And the thing is with the CTE problem is it's something they really can't work out entirely until you're dead. Um, it's when they do an autopsy on you. Then they start taking a look at your brain and see what happens. So it's, it's I hate to say, say brain in a grey area, but I will, because um, that's the issue they're in themselves at the moment. I think um, awareness and alert and understanding is what everybody needs. As we were saying before, an hour or so ago, there are a number of sports that are based on concussion. In boxing, you hit some guy in the head until he falls over. Same with um, UFC, with yeah. mixed martial arts. But yeah. we're aware of the risks going into that. People understand that, and they go, that's fine. How aware they are of the risks in, in contact sport like rugby union, rugby league, well, I think people are a lot more aware now with cases like this, with court cases, and with people like Dylan Cleaver writing these reports and Jeff Park so people know what they're actually getting into. And I think like in any situation, guys, um, you need to be aware of what you're looking at before you can make any decisions based on, on what you want to do. Inf information is knowledge, you know? Yeah. All right. Thanks for uh, sharing your knowledge uh, on this issue about Carl Heyman and other uh, elite sports uh, sportsmen who are getting this early onset de dementia. Uh, Darcy Waldegrave, you're going to be having Dylan Cleaver on Sports Talk tonight. Yeah, Dylan joins us tonight. Of course, he obviously talked about this with Carl Heyman. It was a big decision for Carl to come out and talk openly about this and join the class action. So he gives us a, a really good idea about where Carl is actually at because it must be very difficult. I think it's one of the hardest things, just very quickly before I let you go, even though mine was a physiological concussion, it was different than a head knock. It was nerves twisted in the back of my neck. The actual fronting up to the fact that you can't have control of what your mind's doing and then expressing that to people and coming up with it, that in itself is a whole new area to dwell in and it's not the most pleasant place to be for anybody it's going you know what i've actually got a problem so if you do and you're out there listening go and see your doctor go and see your concussion specialist and follow their instructions because you've only got one brain and we've got to look after it good on you thanks very much uh, darcy watergrave our sports champion here at news talk zb